In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey, chickens. Oh, there is it. There it is. Uh, now that we've returned. <laughs> Should I get rid of it? It's just distracting me. Um, Now that we've returned to Matt's missive, uh, I am going back to Rose. I know this is quite a lot. Um, So when we started Matt's missive, uh, I got this great message from James that I desperately wanted to put into the show. But because we were about to go into the 60th anniversary specials, um, I kind of wanted you guys to weigh in on this because uh, it would have just been like, oh, here it is, and now let's talk about um, the new episodes for the next three months, uh, which we have done. <laughs> it's February soon. Um, so, I would love to get your reactions to this. It is a scene, uh, one of James's lovely scenes, so it's going to be... Um, Difficult for me to do because it's kind of lots of different voices and I'm not great at accents, um, as uh, Matt will attest, who thinks my Tom Baker is Welsh. Uh, boyo. <laughs> Isn't that how Tom Welsh people say boyo? Um, I had a Welsh friend when I lived in uh, – I used to work with a Welsh girl uh, at – where did I work? Southern Electric in Reading. Um Lovely girl called Vanessa, who uh, used to just say, can I talk to you down by here? Um, which was down by here was my favorite place in the world. Um, <laughs> which is just like, just over here, basically, down by here. Uh, how did we get into Welsh Town? Um, it's Matt's fault. So, James sent me this message uh, after Rose and said, um, uh, 
as we know, the first series was tied to Earth. But what if those adventures in the human race had found a way to get out of the solar system? I present the cold open to what might have been called across the universe. Uh, now, a cold open is, I know a lot of people know what it is, but it's basically uh, if you have a scene before the opening credits, that's called a cold open, um, which, you know, I know Russell T. Davis kind of used those cold opens so he could kind of have a cliffhanger, like he could kind of have a, ooh, and then the opening credits because um, he was not doing many two-part episodes. Uh, and, you know, cliffhangers are still one of my favourite things about the olden days. Yes, even the one that is uh, some linoleum from Death to the Daleks. <laughs> just because it was running over time or under time. Anyway, it was just like, oh, look at this. It's linoleum. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is Across the Universe. TARDIS Interior. The Doctor is engrossed in some console jiggery pokery. Oh, bloop, 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 bloop. Clink, clink, clink. You know, why is that thing? Anyway. Um, Rose is mooching about, running a hand along the console's edge, squinting at a dial to try and make sense of it, not getting in the way. But she's a bit bored and can't help breaking the silence. Doctor. The Doctor, not looking up, moving around the console, reaching for the hammer. Yes, Rose Tyler. I was thinking, we've travelled forwards and backwards in time, and we've even met my dad. Hmm. And you say you're from our space, but we've never actually been there. <laughs> fast cut. A flash of bright red in a forest. Someone's running fast. Something growls. Back in the TARDIS. The Doctor, still not looking up. The hammer is poised. It's Charles Dickens. Not enough for you, then. No, of course, it's it's all amazing, but I can't help wondering, do people, do humans... Make it out to the stars. Fast cut to the forest again. Even more chaotic than last time. A garbled female voice. Oh, no. Uh, the doctor looking up, still leaning over the console, straight to camera. He grins. Do you want to see? Before Rose can respond, the hammer comes down. The TARDIS groans into action with a lurch and a jump. The doctor's been planning this trip all along. The journey ends with a thump. Rose moves towards the doors, but the doctor cuts in. Outside those doors, Rose, is the 51st century. Right now, Earth is a bit of a mess, but humanity has been out among the stars for a while, spreading, sometimes fighting, learning, meeting new people, growing. You've come a long way. And Rose, so where are we then? Not too far out, relatively speaking, just a few solar systems away from Earth. Quite nice this time of year. Off you go then. The doctor leans against the console, facing the door, arms crossed, legs crossed, smiling. Rose grabs the TARDIS door handle and pulls, prepares to step out. But in a rushing blur, a red-clad figure crashes through the doors, right into the Doctor's startled arms. Outside the TARDIS, a galloping, growling roar is very close indeed. Rose is frozen for a moment, but collects herself and is closing the door even as the Doctor calls out the same. The doors close with a double crash as whatever is out there smashes into them. Rose turns to the doctor and the newcomer, seeing her in his arms. She's not sure that she likes the view. Point of view shifts to the pair as the newcomer starts to relax a little and pulls her head out of his jacket front. Sees where she is and leaps backwards, spins. Uh, Poppy. What? We have a good look at her. She's about 19, dark hair, bright red hoodie, practical trousers and footwear. She has a satchel with a checkered pattern on her shoulder, which she's holding tightly. No question, though, she is clearly... A future Rose. Right now, she's flailing a bit. Rose steps up. She's startled, but she knows what this is like. Moves in front of the newcomer, gently grasps her hands and looks into her eyes. It's okay. You're safe here. 
The doctor smiles encouragingly as he quietly scans the console. His smile fades. Poppy, I, 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 Rose, trust us. Whatever's out there can't get in. I'm Rose. He's the doctor. Hello. What's your name? And what's chasing you? Poppy starting to come down a little. Uh, I'm Poppy and out there is the big bad wolf. <laughs> Another roar mixing into the opening titles. Uh, and then James says, I'm a bit vague about what happens next, but I have some ideas. <laughs> uh, the TARDIS has taken the crew to, not to a utopian future, but to Villengard, home of the biggest arms factory in the galaxy. Poppy is running from some kind of war machine. Her satchel contains either some explosives that she was planning on deploying at the factory, ooh, ace reference, or evidence of malfeasance there. Needless to say, the Doctor and team succeed in destroying the facilities and the story closes with his suggestion that they plant some fruit trees instead poppy probably dies <laughs> thanks james with the story being a microcosm of a doctor companion relationship rose's first foreshadowing of her own future um if we want to have an allegory thrown in this would be a comment on the military industrial complex with the powers at villain guard fueling the conflicts back on earth that's possibly too much heavy, heavy lifting for one story with references back to talents of wing chiang and forward to the empty child it's the image of Red Riding Hoodie and the Big Bad Wolf that's the core of it, possibly as the source of the whole season's bad wolf motif. Oh, that's really cute, James. I love this. I mean, I love when I mean, I love when there's kind of folklore that enters Doctor Who. Um, or at least I thought I did until I watched <laughs> the Goblins. Um, but I, you know, I kind of liked them a bit more the next time I watched it. Uh, and again. The goblins were in a Christmas special, and Christmas specials seem to follow their own odd logic. Uh, logic. <laughs> why, did, why did I come up with logic? <laughs> it's odd logic. Um, but yeah, I kind of I don't mind if the the folkloric elements are kind of an illusion, not illusion, but illusion with an A. Um, but yeah, when they're when it's kind of, you know, you've you got to be careful about being too heavy-handed with these things. But this is cute. How would you guys think that this would resolve? Would you enjoy, like, it's a great opener for an episode. Um, have you thought of pitching it to the Big Finish people? They've got um, Christopher Eccleston. They don't have Billy Piper. Do they, are they doing, I feel like they were doing a Christopher Eccleston and Billy Piper story. I know they've been doing... Um, uh, what do you call them together in conventions? Because there was quite a, a pointed comment from Christopher Eccleston about, you know, he would only go back if they got rid of all of the people who are currently in charge. Um, uh, and he was quite uncomfortable with some stuff. And I know he doesn't like the merchandising end of the show. Like there was, you know, there were a million things with his face on it uh, at one point, like the Easter eggs and, I mean, I think I had a Doctor Who Easter egg at one point, which is like a TARDIS that had Easter eggs in it. Um, uh, you know, bath bubble, bubble bath containers, which is what became the Dalek spray gun <laughs> on Whovians. But, yeah, I know he didn't like any of that. But, yeah, I would love to have your thoughts and your theories. Like, where do you think this story could go next? Oh, my God, imagine we make our own um, story from James's opener that we workshop together. Fun! Let's do it. All right.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.